bottom line of both the oral presentation and the poster presentation as it relates to pacritinib is simple, it's straightforward, is that patients with extreme thrombocytopenia are an urgent unmet need in myelofibrosis. We don't have an approved therapy. Having extreme thrombocytopenia, so less than 50,000 platelet count, is a clear and reproducible adverse prognostic marker. These patients do not do well. They, they have early death. Their median survival is, is quite limited compared to patients with higher platelet counts, and they're at higher risk for transformation to AML. So they are an unmet need in which ruxolitinib and fedratinib, the two approved JAK inhibitors for myelofibrosis, the labels are indicated for patients with 50,000 and above. The PERSIST studies that were done, PERSIST 1 and 2, evaluated pacritinib, which is an oral drug, either given 40 milligrams once a day or 200 milligrams twice a day in patients with any platelet count in PERSIST 1 and then specifically in patients with low platelet counts in PERSIST 2. PERSIST 2 was quite unique because it allowed patients to have seed and ruxolitinib previously and the randomized control arm could also get ruxolitinib. Um, so it was really a sick patient population. And if you look at the data very carefully, and unfortunately the data was abbreviated, um, the full data set because of a clinical hole that was eventually lifted due to safety concerns that turned out to not be worthy of delaying or stopping the continued development of this drug. If you look at the data, 200 milligrams twice a day of pacritinib was superior to best available therapy in spleen and symptom responses. And we've not really seen that in other drugs, and most other drugs don't even go into that low platelet territory because most therapies and most other JAK inhibitors induce thrombocytopenia, where we don't seem to see this effect with pacritinib, or at least at a much lower level. We don't see the same degree of thrombocytopenia. So the, the um, poster presentation that was entitled, Pacritinib Demonstrates Efficacy Versus Best Available Therapy in Myelofibrosis Patients with Severe Thrombocytopenia in Two Phase Three Studies took out those patients in both studies that had a low platelet count of less than 50,000 and pooled them and compared them to the pooled best available therapies from both trials. And, and what we saw was that 23% of patients met the primary endpoint of spleen volume reduction of 35% or more in the pacritinib arm, whereas only 2% in the BAT arm, which is not surprising. And 25% versus 11% met the symptom score improvement of at least 50%. This is meaningful because if you look at the waterfall plots, many patients had symptom and spleen responses that were less than that, but are still clinically meaningful. And the, the safety profile was such that it endorsed that this is a safe drug to give in low platelets and you can improve how patients feel and do in this uh, unmet need. So the oral presentation, which was a final result of the PAC-203 study, was a phase two study that was randomized where we were looking at different doses of pacritinib in order to better understand the optimal dose and safety profile based on clinical data and pharmacokinetic data that would inform a pivotal phase three study. And what that study showed in a nutshell is that 200 milligrams twice a day was in fact a safe dose. We didn't see additional bleeding and cardiovascular events that would pause the development further. And we did again see activity in the low platelet population, which is where the Pacifica study is targeting. The Pacifica study is a pivotal, randomized, phase three registration study of pacritinib 200 milligrams twice daily versus BAT. And BAT is a limited number of choices. Uh, it could be ruxolitinib 500 milligrams once a day, twice a day, danazole, lenalidomide, 
um, and prednisone. And the primary endpoints are spleen volume reduction and then secondary endpoints of, of symptom improvement. And I suspect that that study, I hope that study, ultimately convinces the regulatory bodies of the value of adding this drug to the armamentarium because I've personally felt that with the data at hand, there's sufficient data to demonstrate activity and safety of this drug in this patient population where the benefit-to-risk ratio is in favor of giving them this uh, unique JAK2 inhibitor. So the Pacifica study is enrolling, and hopefully we'll have some results on that study in the next you know, year or two. But until then, low platelets remains an unmet need, and I would encourage clinicians in the community to refer these patients that have limited to no options to study centers to enroll on this Pacifica study.